This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, a little bit late for our podcast this week because of the New Year's Day holiday. Tim Benz, Joe Rudder with you at the UPMC Rooney Sports Complex in the South Side. We usually do come to you at about this time on Tuesdays. Uh, we are still coming to you on a Tuesday at roughly the same time, but it's after the Kenny Pickett press conference as opposed to the Mike Tomlin press conference because Coach Tomlin spoke on Monday in advance of the Saturday game against the Baltimore Ravens, which carries all sorts of weight now. They are still alive going into the last week of the season based on what happened over the weekend. We'll get to that in a second, but the freshest news of the day is Kenny Pickett addressing the conversation, the speculation that he didn't dress on game day because he didn't want to, that uh, he told the coaches if he wasn't going to start, then he wasn't going to be the backup if healthy enough, if deemed healthy enough. Basically gave it the Bubby Brister, I ain't nobody's mop-up, gave it the Gary Templeton, if I ain't starting, I ain't departing. What did you take away from what Pickett said? Uh, Who are you buying in this regard, Joe? Well, I'm trying to see it from both angles. I don't know if I'm buying any side of this, but I'm going by what Kenny Pickett said. Very uh, emphatic that that was not the case, that he did not refuse anything. Uh, basically, and said what well, I tried to follow up and say, were you part of these conversations at all? And basically just said he was, I don't think he was, and the decision was made, uh, you know, by Mike Tomlin, and he never got a chance to be the number two, that he was either going to start or they weren't going to address him at all because they didn't feel that why have him be a number two if he's not healthy enough to start? You know, why if, if Mason Rudolph gets hurt, are you going to put an injured Kenny Pickett in the game? Um, so that that was that. I was, I was It was curious to me that he was not the emergency number three in Seattle because what do you have to lose? You know, there's probably an infinitesimal chance he's going to get in anyhow. So I was surprised by that. you can get in and out of the huddle then. Even if he's not deemed healthy enough, you can get in and out of the huddle. Yeah, and uh, but he was wasn't a part of that and he claims it you know really wasn't up to him he said he's healthy enough now to be the number two this week and he will you know fill that rule going into Baltimore you know some will say that maybe he's saving face by doing that now but hey, I'm just saying I'm just going by what I was told from Kenny Pickett and taking him at his word well if I'm taking him at his word then the decision had been made going into last week's practice that coming off of that Cincinnati game Kenny Pickett was going to start in Seattle despite what Mason Rudolph had done against the Bengals if Kenny Pickett was healthy enough. And I'm stunned. Well, what, what, what Kenny Pickett is saying there, which, you know, I, I don't know if I'm as stunned by that, is the fact that Kenny Pickett, and I think in his mind, thought if he was cleared, he was going to start. But I think in Mike Tomlin's mind, there was no way he was going to start Kenny Pickett there. And this Somebody's being out. BS'd, either us or him. 
Yeah, exactly. And I don't think he was ever going to be given. I mean, all he had to do was watch practice last week. He didn't take any snap. I mean, he maybe took one or two, but he wasn't out there taking snaps. It was Mason getting all the reps. It was Mitch working with the scout team. Um, you know, I, I didn't see how with a young quarterback like that, Mike Tom was just not going to let him. You know, he, he's not the Ben Roethlisberger treatment where you can miss an entire week of practice and suit up and play on Sunday. You know, that wasn't going to be the case that, uh, you know, maybe Kenny was deluding himself into thinking he's still had a chance to to you know to start even without a week of practice but that was never going to happen where are you when it comes to the fans of Pickett? i think a lot of these are pit fans that are bleeding over into steelers fans that came out and mass these last two weeks to ostensibly say that anything that mason rudolph has done kenny could have done because <laughs> canada's gone a and b they're playing crappy defenses like seattle's and cincinnati's um, you know, he had opportunities, you know, even when Canada was there to do it, you know, the first game without Canada. Yeah. They put up a lot of yards, didn't put up a lot of points. We haven't seen this kind of quarterback play from the Steelers in a long time. Um, even later in Ben Roethlisberger's career, I don't think we were saying this kind of stuff. Mason Rudolph had gone out and had two very good games. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I think people ought to be excited about that and what the possibility awaits for this weekend for this team who everybody thought was done after three straight losses instead of saying oh yeah well Kenny could have done that too well he what he, he didn't get that chance I mean he had those chances earlier didn't do it what make you would think he would have done it now Mason Rudolph did it so be happy that he did it Rudolph's ability and willingness to test secondaries deep the threat that that pass is always coming whether it's true or not, I think the scouting report on Mason Rudolph is he's more willing and more capable of throwing a deep ball than Pickett is. It's not just the fact that defenses have to worry about that from a stopping the pass standpoint. It thins things out when it comes to the Steelers' ability to run against those teams. And I think you saw that against Seattle after Rudolph hit some deep balls against Cincinnati. Yeah, and you see a quarterback who was taking his time, going through his progressions. You know, even that pass to the Pickens ran under. You know, it, was, it happened right in front of us in the press box in Seattle. It was a, an amazing catch that he made. But it was a, it was a night. It was a throw that only he could get to. That, that, that it was never going to be a chance of being intercepted. Mason hung in there until the very last second. I can't believe he hung in as long as he did. Exactly. And I don't think Kenny Pickett does that. I think Kenny's running around in the pocket, you know, trying to find somebody and probably checking it down. I mean, I, you know, that's the way Kenny Pickett has been lately. He has not been comfortable, confident looking in the pocket. Mason Rudolph has been, whether that's his mentality of, hey, I have nothing to lose, or if that's just kind of the way he's always been, he's taking advantage of it now. And, you know, Kenny Pickett wasn't that type of quarterback before he got hurt. That's the shortest train that's ever gone by this place. <laughs> yeah. It's just the engine going back to get a bigger load to come back the other way, I think. I was just getting ready for the entire podcast to be shouting the rest of the time. Um, let's get to the playoff scenarios as they exist now, Joe, and your belief or lack thereof that the Steelers are going to be a playoff team. I tend to think that the Steelers will beat Baltimore's backups if they play their backups, but I actually think it might be tougher sledding than it has been the last two weeks offensively against Cincy and against Seattle. I mean, even if Baltimore plays its backups, I think they might put a more stout defensive effort on the field for Mason Rudolph to contend with. Um, you know, there's only so many guys they can sit. Exactly. You know, now if one of them's Lamar Jackson, the easy low-hanging fruit analysis is, well, that's all that matters anyway. It isn't, though, as we've seen, the Steelers have lost to 
Baltimore backups recently. They lost to RG3 in a similar situation in 2019, although they were pretty much eliminated by the time they took the field that day. And they've also lost to Tyler Huntley and uh, Anthony Brown and almost lost to Huntley a second time last year. So it's not as simple as Lamar doesn't play, the Steelers win. Let's just start with that game, and then we'll get to the other games. Yeah, and the other thing is Baltimore shows they can still run the ball, whether it's Jackson, whether it's Huntley out there. Um, you know, And the Steelers you know, need to do a better job of stopping the run. You know, they, they still have some issues there. They're still, you know, patching together an inside linebacker group. I think a lot depends on whether a Landon Roberts comes back. So, yeah, there's, you know, it, it's not a slam dunk that even if Baltimore plays most of its backups, the Steelers are going to go in there and roll to a win. Um, it's going to be a very tough game for them to win, especially down in Baltimore. And I think Baltimore, in some way, would love nothing more than to knock the Steelers, or, you know, further cripple their playoff hopes because they still could lose and have, you know, a, a tangible chance of getting in although unlikely with the bills in jacksonville also being very much at the forefront of this equation uh, later on in the week putting together a podcast where i'm going around and hitting all these cities with guys who cover the teams and can give us some insight about you know whether the chances exist for either of the teams that are not favored in these games to pull off the upsets or uh, in the case of miami i guess that's a coin toss game anyway to be frank but you know (sighs) Uh, it's definitely possible that the Steelers could get in with one of those two teams losing. However, it's it's not a lock. I, I don't know. This is, to me, kind of in between some of the scenarios where I've seen the Steelers need help and get in and uh, some of the ones that seem like total long shots. Like, I, I still can't believe Jacksonville beat the Colts a couple years ago when they needed to get in at 21. Like, yeah. this is not as desperate as that, and that one did work out for them. Yeah, it did. And you Or know, the Bills and Jets a couple years ago. Yeah, I just think that, um, you know, Tennessee, uh, you know, Jacksonville need, you know, needs to win this game. Going into Tennessee, I don't know if Tennessee is going to be all that gung ho for trying to finish this season strong. But then again, like you said, we just Jacksonville was exactly, <laughs> and they went out and did it. So, so yeah, it can happen. I think, I think Buffalo really has something to. I think, but they're playing well, have something to play for. I think thinking Buffalo is going to lose yeah, this. They're game, they're not they're not in it yet. Yeah, they're not in it. I think they're going to get down there determined and play a good game. So I don't think you can count on that night game. I think they're going to need to get the help earlier from Tennessee. Or hey, maybe they'll do everybody a favor and we'll get that tie in the, the Saturday. Saturday night game so we can sit back and enjoy our Sunday without any stress. Think that's going to happen? Not at all. <laughs> Last time I saw a tie nearly come into play was that Chargers Raiders situation of a few years ago, and that's as stressful of a moment as I've ever endured in this business. As I, you know, trying to get into the Channel Eleven studios, literally straddling the line between the studio and where we're watching the TV. Um, it's going to come down. I feel like it's going to come down to something like that again on Saturday night. It will. And, and to follow up on your point there, we were driving back from Baltimore. We were on the turnpike near New Stanton debating whether to pull over at the rest stop, you know, and, and fire up the computers ready to go in case, you know. And we were con- continually talking to people in the office about how to rearrange our stories. And when they finally made that field goal, it was like a breath, you know, we could breathe a sigh. Of <sighs> yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> everything else had been written that, hey, somebody's going to win that game and the Steelers are going to get in. So, you know, that saved that saved a lot of uh, that saved a lot of extra unneeded work. Joe Rudder, read him all week long here in advance of Steelers and Ravens in Baltimore. Uh, I'll be doing the same at breakfast with Ben, so you can read us there at Trib Live and uh, check me out on the DVE pregame show, which will be let's see now twelve thirty start time twelve thirty start time on DVE in advance of the four thirty kick between the Ravens and Steelers on Saturday. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Elevate your summer with Osea's best-selling body care set. It's everything you need for radiant summer skin on the go. Featuring travel sizes of Osea's clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral skincare, like their best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Right now, you can get the best-seller's body care set, a $78 value, 33% off. And use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER.